The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Follow host Sarah Main on her ongoing journey of conscious confidence and gain timeless wisdom to unleash unparalleled confidence. A conscious confidence. Learn to ignite the living spark of wisdom, a new narrative for fulfillment contained in Sanskrit and the ancient, powerful, engaging, and fun conscious conversations to discover your own magnificent true self. Learn to dispel the fear shadow as Sarah provides essential knowledge about embracing change and the power of transformation. Get ready. Conscious Confidence starts now. Welcome. Welcome to you and welcome to everyone. This is Conscious Confidence Radio and I'm Sarah Main, creator of Conscious Confidence, a timeless wisdom. And today is the second show in a series of six shows and it's about your attitude. So if the very word attitude makes you feel like you want to go and, I don't know, wash the car or go and do something else other than think about attitude, just stay around with me. I'm going to challenge your thinking on it, but I hope it'll be rewarding for you and it'll make you see things in a new perspective because we're going to look at what Sanskrit, the beautiful ancient language of Sanskrit says about attitude and the importance of choosing a positive attitude. And I did say choose a positive attitude and we'll get into that. So welcome to you and welcome to everyone. We're going to dive straight into attitude and how it fits into the Conscious Confidence Fuse program. And to begin with, let's just sort of consider for a second that it's your attitude so you can take your pick. It's your attitude, take your pick. And how many times when you were a teenager that your parents turned to you and said, you've got a bad attitude, change your attitude. And I had that said to me when I was a teenager and I, I didn't actually know what they were talking about. Well, my parents, I mean, they, they were well-intentioned, but I didn't actually know what they were talking about and I certainly had no idea what to do. Um, so the fact is we live in a kind of Starbucks-style society with just endless choices. But when it comes to attitude, if attitude's on the menu, if the choice is clear and it's simple, it's either positive or it's negative. And only we can make that choice for ourselves. So there's a positive, negative, black, white situation doesn't play well for us in this Starbucks society that we live in in our Starbucks mindset. But it is a choice of a positive attitude or a negative attitude because you're going to have an attitude. Attitude's baked in the cake. It's just how we function. And the case is what type? Because a neutral attitude, it may seem that way, but I can guarantee it's... It tends not to be neutral. It's either positive or it's negative. And it's very important to be and choose wisely. And I'm hoping that Sanskrit will challenge you a bit further to think deeply about what attitude is and how it fits in. So let's get into it. So to set the scene, our previous show, we talked about values, core values, and that's stage one of the FUSE program. So the great wisdom traditions and the Sanskrit, the beautiful Sanskrit language, gives us a new way of looking at things, a fresh perspective. 
And we need to start with the big questions. Asking the big questions takes courage. So if you feel reluctance to ask, then take a breath, pull yourself up tall, stand tall, because this is the first step in developing conscious confidence. Come into the present moment and get connected with yourself here and now. And then ask yourself, who am I? Where am I going with my life? Does my life have a purpose? Am I feeling a lack of direction? Where do I make compromises? Am I aware of what the underlying reasons for those compromises are? Asking those big questions is more important than getting the answers. Questions open us up to new knowledge, new ways of thinking, new feelings, new possibilities, new opportunities. And that's how we grow. So the real answers to the questions, the resolution to the dilemmas, the, the resources we need to move forward, always start from within ourselves. So we need to raise our awareness, establish and establish ourselves within ourselves. So that's the place to start. So this is what we covered in the last show. So come into the present moment right now and think about the values, consider the values, the values in the wisdom traditions of these great mighty powers, their forces, they're creative energies. They're not just concepts in your mind. And everything we do is an expression of these great qualities and values. And we can either be aware of them or unaware of them. So when we're giving expression to these great forces, are we giving expression to kindness or something else? Are we giving expression to love or something else? Or are we giving expression to generosity or respect or something else? Sanskrit talks about values as uh, in relation to the word mulyam, which means roots. Our values form the root. And arka, honour, our values are what we honour. So roots and honour, two different aspects to values. So whatever these great qualities are, we express them in the, in the form of the roots of our life and how we live our life and also what we honour in our life. That's an indication to us of what we value. So practising a value or a quality is the way to establish it as a core value or a power in our life. And practising is essential because that's the way we strengthen our memory. It's like strengthening muscles when we go to the gym. We've got to practise. So that's a, a quick recap of what we did last show. And that's stage one of the FUSE program, the Conscious Confidence FUSE program. So today we're going to look at the second part and that's all about attitude and specifically a positive attitude. So I'm going to challenge your thinking about attitude in this show because I was quite surprised when I did a bit of research into this. Here's a story. A teacher, a professor, he walked into a class and it was just an average day for the students and he announced that there was going to be a test in today's class so all of a sudden, the 
The word test, they felt unprepared, they're shocked, they're concerned, they're worried. What's this about a test? We didn't, we weren't told about a test. I haven't prepared. That was the immediate response. The professor didn't say anything, just handed out these test papers face down on in front of each of the students. And then when everyone had a paper, he said, okay, turn your papers over. And in the middle of the paper, white piece of paper was a black dot. And the professor said, describe what you see. So the students had no idea that, what, huh? So anyway, the professor didn't say anything. He just left them to it, sat down, read a book. And so they all settled to the, the test and started writing. And after a little time, he said, okay, the test's over. And he gathered up the papers. They were still perplexed. And then he started reading out the answers. And all the students had given a detailed description of the black dot. And then towards the end of their answers, they'd been, they wrote the black dot in relation to the white paper. But the focus was on the black dot. And that's a lesson about our attitude. We can choose. We're going to focus on the white paper or the black dot. Because most of life can be the white paper and black dots do appear, but they needn't be our entire focus. But we need to be aware of what our attitude is and how we think most of the time. So in the last month, I've been asking a lot of people when they hear the word attitude, what does it mean to them? I've been asking things like, what's your first thought when you hear the word attitude? Tell me. I've been asking, when, when you think about attitude, what comes up for you? Have you ever really thought about your attitude? What is your attitude most of the time? If you're ever aware of it, what is your attitude most of the time? When does your attitude change? That was another question. How have you changed your attitude? Have you ever changed your attitude? Do you think about attitude changing? I just kept asking in conversation, lots of people, men, women, and it was really, really interesting to get everyone's responses. So after the break, I'm going to tell you what the majority of the responses were. I think you'll be surprised. So attitude is what arises or is the next step after we establish our core values. Once we're connected with those great, mighty, beautiful energies, those beautiful values, those qualities, those virtues, and we can't escape them. They are the, those, we express those qualities in everything that we do. We express our values in everything that we do, making a cup of tea, talking to someone, caring for a child, going to work, buying a bus ticket is an expression of our values, those great mighty qualities. And then from there, we then have a choice and that is what our attitude is. And our attitude is the lens through which we see the world. 
And after the break, I'm going to tell you what the majority of the people said that I asked over the last month, and I think you'll be surprised. So stay tuned. This is Conscious Confidence Radio with Sarah Main, and we're going to talk about attitude and a positive attitude in the next segment. So we'll see you soon. Imagine that you can create anything you choose. Literally, imagine it. Join us to explore the neuroscience of imagination, intention, and clear speed. Tune in to Clear Speed Talk Radio with Dr. Ned Wolf on TransformationTalkRadio.com every fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, as she explores how your inner dialogue, your conversations, and the words you choose to use can help set goals you keep, achieve greater health and resources, and feel the ease and flow of loving your life. For more information, visit JeanetteWolf.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Have you ever wondered how you might feel differently if the books were full of her instead of him? What if your history lesson was filled with powerful women leaders and rulers? As a woman, would you feel more empowered? As a man, would you see women differently? I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on my radio show, Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I hope to see you there. find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Choose the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie Show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to corneliastephanie.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to you and welcome to Conscious Confidence Radio. I'm Sarah Main, creator of Conscious Confidence, a timeless wisdom, and also author of Conscious Confidence, use the wisdom of Sanskrit to find clarity and success. And sometimes I do get asked, why on earth are you using Sanskrit? Well, believe it or not, I've been speaking English to you now, but Sanskrit is actually one of the foundational languages of English. 
So even though I've been using English words, I've actually been completely connected to Sanskrit as I've been speaking. Because a lot of English words are actually derived from English, from Sanskrit roots. And we're just not aware of it. So Sanskrit is actually hiding in plain sight everywhere all the time. Um, and I've done shows on this, um, and I'm not going to talk about it now in detail, but that's one of the reasons I go back to Sanskrit. Sanskrit is a timeless wisdom. It stood the test of time. It's a universal language, and it speaks in universals. And that's incredibly powerful and transformative. And I had the benefit of studying Sanskrit from a young age. I loved it, and I've continued to study it, uh, and the timeless wisdom and meditation. And personally it's formed the foundation of my life and I find it wonderful and absolutely effective and practical and I'm offering it to you to transform your life. So in the previous segment we started talking about attitude and I left you with some questions that I asked a lot of people over the last month about what they thought attitude was because it seems like a bit of a dry topic. And the sort of questions I asked them were things like, what's your first thought when you hear the word attitude? What comes up immediately? Bit of a raw shark test. When you think about your attitude, what comes up? Have you ever really thought about your attitude? What is your attitude most of the time? Are you aware of your attitude? When does your attitude change? Has your attitude changed? Have you changed your attitude? All sorts of questions like that. And I can tell you that absolutely, I would say 95%, the majority of responses to the questions about attitude were an instant reaction of the word attitude is negative. The association with attitude, the concept, the thought, the word is negative. Attitude is negative. Another response was, attitude's just a thought. Doesn't really mean anything, it's just a thought. Attitude doesn't really do anything, it's just a thought. Uh, someone else said they think of tone as in the tone of your voice, and that's usually negative. So it's, again, an association with attitude and being negative. So I hope this is getting you thinking about attitude. Another person said, attitude's ego. And that's, again, a negative concept. Uh, another person said, usually when they begin to they back away, they don't want to know, they don't want to look. Someone else said there's a stigma around the word attitude for them. Another person said the perspective is usually seen as negative, just negative in relation to attitude. So just the perspective around it is negative. Um, quite a few people who are parents of teenagers said they usually see attitude in relation to their teenage kids. They don't think about it for themselves. They don't really think about it for anyone else. They just associate attitude with their teenage kids and ergo it's negative. So teenagers, bad attitude goes apparently hand in hand. The parents said that they say to their kids, their teenage kids, you should change your attitude. You've got a bad attitude. 
But then when I ask them a question, they realise they never actually suggest how they can change it. They never indicate how they have summarised the teenager's behaviour as an indication of bad attitude. They just make this statement to them, you've got a bad attitude, you need to change your attitude. And another person, which I thought this was really interesting, they associate attitude as being wrapped up with the masculine energy, a sort of yang energy, and not the feminine energy, the yin energy, as in yin and yang. Um, and because it's quite masculine, it's a woman speaking, she, um, she's got this idea that attitude is masculine and she doesn't find that appealing or attractive. She didn't want to think about it. So this is a month's worth of asking lots of people what they think about attitude. So I just think we could probably reconsider our thoughts about it and our views about it and our attitude about attitude. Another person said, and I thought this was interesting, attitude isn't connected with the heart. It's purely mental, just a thought. The heart's the heart, attitude's attitude, up in the head. And, and finally, another person said uh, they think of a positive attitude as like stepping into another state or feeling. It's not a sort of natural baseline attitude. You have to go into a, a special kind of state or feeling to have a positive attitude. And that's not sustainable every day. So I don't know if even just in me talking about these things, you've actually considered your own attitude and started reflecting on it and how you experience attitude and uh, express your attitude in your daily life. But just even those things are so interesting to put the spotlight on the concept of attitude. So let's bring in some new considerations about attitude, some new perspectives and some new dimensions. Because without some new knowledge, we'll just create the same results. So I always turn to the timeless wisdom tradition. So let's do that. And these wisdom traditions have stood the test of time. So they're absolutely worth paying attention to. So what does Sanskrit say about attitude? Well, this is interesting. There's three words. Stiti. And stiti means our attitude is our point of view. Stiti, point of view. It's the stance from which we view the world, our belief system and our convictions. Then there's Bahava. Bahava's, uh, in relation to attitude, has an emotional response. It's our emotional response to whatever we meet. And it's shown in our intent and our motivation for our actions. So Bahava is the emotional response in whatever uh, to whatever we meet and also in our intent and motivation behind our actions and then the third word is vritti vritti and that's to do with conduct attitude as reflected in our behavior especially in right conduct so we have stiti bahava and vritti and that means our point of view or our stance, our emotional response or our intent or motivation, and our conduct. 
So those three aspects, and I'll, I'll just refer to them simply as our point of view, our intent or motivation and our conduct, that's all related to attitude, the meaning of attitude when you look at the Sanskrit. So that is completely different from just negative, it's in relation to teenagers with, you know, a bad attitude and bad behaviour, uh, mental concept, masculine energy, all those different things. And there's no judgment. I mean, we all think like that or we just don't think about it. The stiti, bhava and vritti open up a whole new dimension to considering attitude. And it's not something we can avoid. So consider the importance of attitude being positive. Our stance or point of view is positive. Our intent and motivation is positive. And our conduct is right conduct and positive conduct. Because the one thing we have absolute control over is our attitude. And the great spiritual teachers talk about that. That is one thing that only we can decide. So the power of decision and resolution to choose a right attitude, to choose a positive attitude is crucial because that's the turning point. Because our attitude is like the lens through which we see the world. Just like if you got a big spotlight and you put a blue film in front of it, all the light will be blue. Put a red film in front of the light, all the light will be red. Our attitude is like that lens. And you take a glass of water, a glass of water that's clear, and you put a drop of colour in it, a drop of ink, that ink pervades the whole water. It doesn't just sit in one corner. The rest is clear and you've got this one drop. It pervades the whole glass of water. It colours the whole water. Our attitude is like that. So from my point of view, I think we should actually be looking at it. So attitude means point of view, intent and motivation and conduct when we look at Sanskrit. So this is definitely a different point of view, a different way of approaching the meaning of attitude from just a mental concept. So when we say someone has a bad attitude or someone should change their attitude or if your teenager has a bad attitude or a negative attitude and you say change your attitude, how about trying first yourself? Plato, the great ancient Greek teacher, said, don't admonish, but live by your own admonishments. Have a go first. When I was teaching, I worked on modelling a positive attitude with the children. And I had to work at this because when I really started focusing in on attitude and how I was going to teach this, I had to look at myself. And I realised most of the time I had a bad attitude. It was negative. I was unconscious about my attitude and it was negative. And I also thought it was just kind of a thought in my mind. But when I had a look, I realised I actually had to make a decision. And the point at which I made the decision changed everything. So we'll take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to address changing our attitude. I'll see you then. Dream on, lie high and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high and live adventurously. 
For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatcho.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with oracle cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from Adversity to Awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to you. This is Conscious Confidence Radio, and I'm Sarah Main, and we're talking about attitude and particularly choosing a positive attitude. Attitude can be a bit of a dry subject if you think about it, so let's not think about it. Let's consider and reflect on attitude from the perspective of the beautiful ancient wisdom of Sanskrit. Let's go back to some timeless universal wisdom. And Sanskrit refers to stiti, bhava and vritti, our point of view, our stance, our intent and motivation, and our conduct. So that's like a 360 degree view of ourselves in relation to attitude. And Sanskrit definitely starts from the inside and looks from from that point outward. It's not just up in our head as a mental concept. So when I was teaching, I had to teach about attitude. Uh, It was part of the uh, focus of the school values was encouraging the children to ask themselves, is my attitude positive? And it was part of the school value, one of the school values, school had five, and it was the value of service. 
So as a service to others, as a service to the school and a service to themselves and their family, to have enough awareness to ask yourself, within yourself, is my attitude positive right now? That was one of the focus questions we encouraged the children to do. So if they felt grumpy or miserable, you know, there might have been a reason for that and we could address it. But the first thing was to get some awareness around their attitude. And so I had to, by following the great philosopher Plato, I had to live by my own admonishments. So I had to start looking at my attitude and I was quite surprised because I'd never looked at it. This was quite a few years ago, but I'd never looked at it. And when I started looking at my attitude, I realised I was cranky, was a bit negative, was critical, judgmental, demanding. Now, this was an indication to me that I had got out of alignment with myself. I was overworking, working too hard, just overworking. And I got out of alignment and that affected everything and especially my attitude. So if I was going to encourage the children to have a positive attitude, how was I going to do that for myself? So I had to look at my balance and measure and alignment as I worked each day, making sure that I stopped, fell still, let go, de-stressed, came into the present moment, uh, praised more than, uh, you know, commented on bad behavior, I praised a lot more, I changed the whole balance, everything changed. But I had to first take stock of the situation and then I had to actually make a decision. And it changed everything. I was surprised. I thought, again, it was just a mental, a, a mental concept, but actually it changed everything. With that decision to adopt a positive attitude and live with a positive attitude, it changed everything. I can tell you to, that, to this day, that decision, that resolution changed everything. And I realised only I could make the decision and the decision was not dependent on external forces. And I, I now know, having looked into the Sanskrit, that that decision transformed my point of view my stance, my intent and motivation, and my conduct. So let's now look at how we can practically choose a positive attitude because it's a clear choice, but make no mistake about it. It's a choice and only you can make it and it has nothing to do with outside circumstances, absolutely nothing. It doesn't matter what's happening. You can choose your stance. Only you can choose your stance. Only you can choose your intent and motivation. And only you can choose your conduct. And the decision is the important pivotal point. So one beautiful way of transforming our attitude is to practice gratitude. And when I started doing this, I, f I found that was the first thing that I needed to really nail was practicing gratitude because that formed the foundation of a positive attitude. And I practiced gratitude every day and I still do. And we practiced with the children as well. Every single day we shifted whatever energy was around that was negative 
with gratitude because it just shifts your whole perspective. It shifts your stance and your point of view. It then opens you up, opens your heart to a different motivation and a different intent behind your actions. It opens you up to different emotional responses to whatever you meet. And it certainly then influences your behaviour and your conduct. So gratitude is one of the most immediate ways to shift our point of view and it opens the heart. And it's incredibly powerfully transformational in our perspective and our perception. So here's a challenge. Try this one thing and it covers seven days. So as a matter of discipline, find three things every evening to be grateful for that have occurred that day. This is just for seven days, one week. Find three things, minimum of three things. If there's more, terrific. But if you're struggling, got to work to three. Three things to be grateful for every evening before you go to bed and say thank you for them. And if you can't think of anything, here's one thing. Be grateful for the air that you've breathed, mostly unconsciously, all day. That air has been at the tip of your nostrils to breathe in or at your lips to breathe in through your mouth. Every, every moment that you've needed a breath all day and you've been unconscious of it. So be grateful for that. That's an incredible service that the air has performed. You can be grateful for the ground that has supported you throughout the day. Your foot has landed on the floor if you've been inside or outside, but the earth has supported you moving around all day. And you may have largely been unaware of that. Be grateful for that. You can be, be grateful for the sun. Look, if it's been an overcast day, you may not have seen it. That doesn't matter. The sun is still influencing and supporting and nourishing the whole planet. Be grateful for that. So that's just three things, air, the earth and the sun. <clears throat> and that's just to kick off being grateful. So what we're practising is an attitude of gratitude, and you may have heard of that. But now in relation to stance or point of view, your motivation and your intent and your conduct, this is more than just a mental concept. This is making a decision to be genuinely grateful every single day for a minimum of three things and do that for one week. Ideally, write it down. If you've got a journal, write it down. Make a note of it. Um, make some notes in your phone. But that's the start is an attitude of gratitude because that just shifts everything immediately. And I... I had to work at that at first. I had tons to be grateful for, but I was just so tired most of the time through being out of alignment and out of balance. And that's another whole topic for a show based on Santulana to do with balance. I, I just, my attitude was all over the place and I didn't know about it. And once I got it under the spotlight of my attention and my awareness, I quick smart did something about it and it changed everything and it's never gone back to that state and I can shift it quickly because of that decision. The next thing to practice is how you start your day. So the attitude of gratitude is before you go to bed and before you go to sleep, end the day, have gratitude, go to sleep in an energy and an attitude of gratitude. 
But now let's look at the start of your day. How do you start your day? So bring your awareness clearly to what your state of mind is your, and your attitude is at the start of each day. How are you starting each day? So this is a seven-day exercise as well. For the first three days, all you need to do is take stock, research, review what your attitude is at the beginning of the day. No judgment, but just for three days, see how you're waking up what state you're in. And then on the fourth day, fourth to seventh day for four days, make a decision or a resolution that you will start each day with a positive point of view, a positive stance, positive intention and motivation, and you're going to choose right conduct and positive conduct. So research for three days, get some awareness, and then four days, make a decision and it may feel, seem like you're putting a plaster or a band-aid over something and you're just working at it at the mental level doesn't matter start where you are four days do that and i can promise you very transformational the decision is critical the decision works at the level of our belief the decision works at the level of our intent and our motivation so attitude and decision go hand in hand for example, you could praise a colleague when you would normally complain. Find something to praise them about. If you don't like their behaviour and you're finding it hard to find something in their behaviour, say, gee, I really like your top. Gee, I really like how you did something yesterday. That was great. That inspired me. I really noticed that. Find something to praise rather than complain about. You could reframe something that you don't like. For example, my father-in-law was wonderful. You know people complain about taxi drivers uh, how they drive on the road. My father-in-law said, don't be hard on them. He said, it's just a man trying to earn a living to support his family. And I never forgot that. It was just a completely different perspective. Same driving, but different perspective. And I've always remembered that. Now I see a man or sometimes a woman, but mostly a man, spending many, many hours in a vehicle to earn money to support his family. How about that? And you could praise yourself rather than being negative or down on yourself. Find something to praise. So that's just a start of how to shift your attitude by making a decision, an attitude of gratitude, and then starting your day with a decision for a positive attitude. And we'll be back soon to talk some more about attitude. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. that moment when you realize you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life? Well, yeah, me either. But I still ride unicorn. I will teach you how to become a mindset master. You will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise, relationships, organization, and so much more. Motivation doesn't arrive in an email, so stop waiting for it. You have to take action, then motivation follows. I am Coach Peggy Wells. Get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth. We aren't that special. 
We all have crap to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific for Coach Couch and Coffee Radio, where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot sticks and squats. I'll talk to you later. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back, everyone. This is Conscious Confidence Radio, and I'm Sarah Main. And we've been talking about attitude and choosing a positive attitude. And we've looked at what Sanskrit says, beautiful, timeless wisdom of Sanskrit, says about the meaning of attitude. And there's three aspects, stiti, bhava, and vritti. And this means our point of view or our stance, our stiti. Bhava is our intent or motivation, and that's more our emotional uh, dimension to our attitude and conduct, choosing our behaviour and conduct, and especially choosing right conduct. So attitude covers everything. It's not just a mental concept. And to shift our attitude, the key thing is to make a decision. You can say to your, if you've got teenage kids, you can say to them, you've got a bad attitude, you know, change your attitude. But what does that mean? That means the first thing is to recognise that the attitude is actually of a negative nature, a negative tendency. Might be complaint or criticism or just about something. That's negative, right? It's all negative. Uh, Could be jealousy, all those things. They're all part of our attitude. And... To shift that just takes a decision. Don't We don't have to feel bad that we've thought this or we've felt this. Leave all of that stuff. That's just a distraction. Um, and when we just need to become aware of what the attitude is and then make a decision that you're going to choose a positive attitude. That's all. It doesn't mean sort of being all happy and excited about everything. It's just always seeing the best. Always seeing um the beautiful things the virtues the values even in some challenging situation there'll always be something to praise there'll always be something to be grateful for and that's the shift and it comes with a decision and a resolution that your attitude your point of view your motivation and intent and your conduct are going to be for the positive because if you don't make a clear decision it will slip over unconsciously into negative territory and you'll be living with a positive attitude and giving expression to that and like i said the attitude is the lens through which you see the world that means the whole life experience your life experience will be colored with that negative energy whether you like it or not whether you're aware of it or not so best to choose a positive one so we talked about three uh, two practices that can really help to shift the atti- uh, your attitude and strengthen the memory to choose a positive one. So firstly, make that decision for a positive attitude. Then what do you do? Start with gratitude. Gratitude is so powerful in shifting the energy and transforming your state. So start with an attitude of gratitude for seven days. That's one week. Before you go to sleep at night in bed, think of three things, reflect on the day, three things you're grateful for. And if you can't think of anything, if people people annoyed you and all of that, whatever, 
just consider the sun was sh- the, the sun may not have been where you were living could be gray skies i live in australia so we get a lot of sunshine so i can be grateful for that but the sun was shining somewhere was providing the warmth and nourishment to support the planet even though you may not have been able to see it in the sky could have been overcast but the sun's presence is there so you can be grateful for that there was always air to breathe waiting what a service waiting at the tip of your nostrils to breathe in every moment of every day when you needed a breath it was there so the air you can be grateful for the air you can be grateful for the ground supporting your feet as you moved around that's three things already but i'm sure there's plenty of others once you unlock and open your heart to this there's no problem but a minimum of three before you go to bed every night for seven days And then the second one is how do you start the day? Get your awareness around how you start the day. Is it positive or is it negative? Spend three days just doing some research, no judgment. Just research. What is your state? Be aware. Feel it in your body. What thoughts, the nature of the thoughts, not so much what the thoughts are, the nature of them. Are they positive or are they negative? Have a look. And then for the remaining four days, make a clear decision, a resolution, that you're going to practice a positive attitude. You're going to choose a positive attitude. And that will be, you know, then let that flow through to your intent, your motivation. Do something for someone else that you wouldn't normally do. Praise someone where you would normally complain. Look at a situation that you find annoying and find some new perspective in it. Reframe it. And this is not just being rosy when there's nothing to be rosy about. This is fundamentally shifting the attitude. Remember intent and motivation, your stance or point of view and your conduct and your conduct are all part of attitude. So it's the whole thing. We can't just dip out of attitude because we think it's a mental concept and we don't like it. But we do need to strengthen our decision. So that's really important. We need to support that because we're working against old habits. So we're establishing a new approach and that's exciting. We're transforming our attitude and remember that we're considering attitude as far more fundamental than a mere mental concept. So these exercises, they're simple, but these exercises work at the level of your point of view or your stance, your motivation and your intent and your conduct and especially in relation to speech. Speech is so powerful. Just transforming your speech will change everything. So if you apply these simple exercises, you'll experience a shift in your energy. You'll experience a change in your outlook. You'll experience a lift in your spirits. And you'll certainly raise your awareness, your self-awareness. And it may seem like these shifts and changes don't last. They come and they go. But remember, you've been practicing for only a few days and you're working against old habits. So with a firm commitment for one month or even better for a few, a few months, you'll notice more lasting shifts and you'll also notice a strengthening within yourself. And this is the next step in developing conscious confidence from your values to your attitude. And remember, values are the root and the honour, what what's, forms the root of your life and what you honour. And then your attitude is your stance or point of view, your intent or motivation and your conduct. It's the lens through which you see the world and experience the world. 
So now that we've set the scene, you're ready to move forward and really practice these things. Okay. And before we go any further, I'm going to tell you that the next show, we're going to start on the fourfold energy of conscious confidence, part of the FUSE program, step three, which is we're going to look at focusing. And if our intention is easily distracted and whipped away by any passing thought or shiny object or, um, you know, anything other than where we are in the present moment, then you need to listen to the show about focusing because focusing is very important in terms of establishing conscious confidence within yourself, that strength, that inner resilience, that steadiness that you can face anything in life with an open heart and an open mind and a smile on your face. And so focusing is the next step after core values, attitude, and then we're going to be looking at focusing. So before we go, I just wanted to say that if you're interested in learning more about Conscious Confidence, go to my website, ConsciousConfidence.com. I've got a book out coming out in January called Conscious Confidence, Use the Wisdom of Sanskrit to Find Clarity and Success, and that's available for pre-order now on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, and if you're in Australia, on Booktopia. Um, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on social media. Search for Conscious Confidence Sarah Main on Facebook and Instagram. Follow me there. I post all sorts of interesting things, lots of Sanskrit motivational things and also some links to some articles that show how I use Sanskrit in everyday life. And I'd like to also give you a prayer to finish as I do to hear a bit of beautiful Sanskrit. And this is from the Brihadaranyaka Upanishad. Lead me from the unreal to the real. Lead me from darkness to light. Lead me from death to immortality. May peace and peace and peace be everywhere. Om Asatoma Sagamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amritam Gamaya Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Have a beautiful day and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Conscious Confidence with Sarah Main. Join us next month on Transformation Talk Radio for more timeless wisdom with Sarah's exciting and innovative approach to living. Discover more joy, freedom, and step into your limitless potential. For more information on Sarah Main and her work, or to listen to past shows, visit sarahmain.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.